Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Welcome back to Make Room for Sports, the most popular sports podcast in America. With me, I have Dave Dominique. Um, I'm just standing by waiting for another text photo of Brits Chode. Okay. Uh, and Mike Lachlan uh, in Philadelphia. Huge Eagles win today. Super psyched. Well, we'll, we'll, well, look, we'll get into that. Spoiler when alert. Yeah, geez. Uh, and Mikhail Britt in his driveway. Yes, Dave, this is a sports podcast, so I don't really uh, need you to be disgusting and, and lie and be a liar. I don't need you to be a liar. Well, I don't know why you were sending photos of your chode then into a sports podcast text conversation 30 minutes ago. It was a mistake. We all got very excited. I'm your host, Simon Barrett. Uh, We all got very excited today. Mikhail sent us photographs of his new microphone, uh, which was both uh, diminutive and and, uh, (laughs) also uh, apparently irrelevant since he's talking to us again on his phone in the driveway. From one angle, the microphone looked good. It looked really good, and it, I'm looking at it now, and it looks good. But yeah, I'm not. You chose a different. Not you chose it. a different angle for your photo. <laughs> yeah. You brought the microphone into the car to to not use it. Yeah. <laughs> Just make. Well, you feel I thought more I could confident. trust you guys. I thought I could trust you. Like I sent you this picture of my microphone. Like look at it, check it out. And I thought I could trust you guys, and you guys just stabbed me in the back and made That's me true. feel really. Raquel. Mikel did Worthless. make himself vulnerable. We should have rewarded that. Yeah, yeah we probably kindness. need to do a self-crit. And next week, buddy. Yeah. Next week. We're going yeah, to treat you so good next week. Yeah, it's going to be really good next yeah. week. Yeah, we're going to be really supportive. Thanks. Okay, okay. Yeah. It'll this be week is going to be pretty rough for you, though. Well, this yeah. is, I mean, this is just, I feel like this is the biggest week in sports since we've started doing this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Um, yes. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into my reasons but the number one thing is we've been trying to debate for the last two weeks or two months or so if we need to boycott the NFL because, um, you know, we're trying to be uh, woke and responsible individuals. But as of this weekend, now conservatives are boycotting the NFL. And guys, I don't know what to do. So complicated. <laughs> like, are we now? That's do cognitive, I have... cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. You're having it. Uh, I think that's a good usage of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's true. All right. That was right. Thank you. I think Simon doesn't like that usage. I know, yeah, it just feels to me like that's just like a, a simple contradiction, but okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I guess it's true because I was like, you know, for like the last couple months, uh, like kind of liberals and leftists on my social media feed have been like, boycott the NFL. They're terrible. It gives people concussions. Um, and then now this weekend, everyone's saying boycott the NFL is like a right wing Trump supporter. And so now... I mean, either we're all going to boycott the NFL, which would be amazing, um, and our country will finally be united over something, or more likely, no one's going to boycott the NFL. But I just don't even know how to. I mean, so now I should be like buying all the NFL well, jerseys I can. Well, yeah, because what happened is that um, the actual laborers of the NFL and the people that make it an exciting sport kind of took back control of the narrative. And, and of, of the image of the league um, this weekend. And so, you know, the conservatives don't like that because those those laborers are 75 percent people of color. Yeah. And this all happened because so uh, on Friday, what, what date was that? Friday, the 22nd of September, sure. Trump, Trump gave this crazy speech 
um, you know, right when Puerto Rico has been decimated by a hurricane and, um, you know, in between threatening North Korea um, with extinction. Is Trump... Um, I is, just want to say, is he sorry, sophisticated I, I have enough. To is he sophisticated? I have to okay, interject there. Sorry. Also, um, Dominica, uh, where yeah. my dad's from, was the actually the the country that was most destroyed by that hurricane. So, uh, oh really? Yeah. Well, shout out to Dominica. Breaking news yeah. that I did not know about. Shit. That's no, crazy. Dominica was 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 probably uh, just as ravaged as any Caribbean island has ever been by any hurricane. Uh, by Maria, oh they, my God. The, the eye, the eye went right through it, and they, they've actually had no. Uh, I think they still have no electricity or um, or cell phone communication. Uh, but anyhow, I just you, wanted to. No, you have your family over there, right? You, your family over yeah, there. Yeah, right? yeah. Many, many, many aunts and uh, well, many, many cousins and uh, um, a close aunt of mine and uncle and uh, yeah, my dad's oh, brother and sister okay. and ninety percent uh, of the uh, of the houses on the island had their roofs torn off. <clears throat> wow. When Dave said that, Mikhail, did you say shout out to Dominica? No, I gave a shout no, out Dave, to Dave. Dave did. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a really interesting shout out. Well, that's well, like that's know. like Trump saying, like, look at these size of these crowds when he visits like a hurricane shelter in Houston. Um, right. But no, no, actually, Dave, I'm glad you said that because I was trying to remember the other island that was destroyed, um, and I was trying to remember if it was one of the U.S. Virgin Islands, and 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 I just couldn't remember, so I just said Puerto Rico. Um, so thank you. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So in the midst of to clarify, Dave, Dave, Dominique's uh, family origins are from the, the island Dominica. That's not like mm-hmm. um, there's a similarity in the names, but that's for real. Yeah. OK. Well, the Fr- it was a French called it Dominique. Anyhow, we can move on. Oh. Good. That's a good fact check. Well, um, in the midst of all that, Trump went on this kind of um, unhinged rant um, about the NFL and uh, how, um, you know, where he said, uh, wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, uh, out, he's fired, he's fired. Uh, you know, some owner is going to do that. He's going to say that guy disrespects our flag, he's fired. And that owner, they don't know it. They don't know it. They're friends of mine, many of them. It's really interesting reading Trump's speeches. And then he, t- he talks really about how those owners will be popular. They'll be really popular for yeah, a week. Yeah, that's where he was like, getting. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they'll be the most po- – yeah. The, Touch the junior high school. The next thing he Who? says is they don't know it. They'll be the most popular person for a week. They'll be the most popular person in this country. And then he goes on. <laughs> um, so I that, mean, of course – That is his marker of success, though, is popularity. Like that really – Yeah, really but even, even like in his wildest yeah. fantasies, like someone other than him can only be popular for like a week. Like, right. Well, and also, like, when he dropped the tweet today about people kneeling, he was like, bad ratings. That was, like, how he ended it. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, yeah, the conclusion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we live in well, the, a great time. The turn that happened, though, is that is something that we haven't seen really before from, like, the establishment in the NFL and the owners, which is that um, the coaches – and the co- well, the coaches and, and the owners in the NFL seem to side with the players. Yeah, and and in yeah. the past, the narrative has really been more of a punitive approach from those powers in the NFL towards its own players, and now they seem to be standing up for them, which really kind of complicates, I think, our feelings towards the NFL. But well, are we all falling for Trump's misdirect? Is he sophisticated enough that he's just he did that because he's trying to distract us, so that this is what we're like all talking about instead of the real uh, problems in the world? Well, I'd like to respond to that. I think this that. is one of the real problems in the world. I, I'd like to respond uh, good to that. Point. Because good that, point. I, yeah. I, I, well, I would furthermore add that like, I, I am very wary of like Trump's ability to completely dominate our cultural conversation with his yes. like, like thrice daily inane tweets. Right. And I do think that's something 
that like is both like emotionally unhealthy for us as human beings to to put ourselves through but also possibly like you know I, i'm very wary of like what is you know the way that he's able to dominate both the cable news cycle and if you go to like the new york times page right now i was talking to my father about this earlier it's like in the midst of these devastating hurricanes and etc you know the top two stories are about like trump tweets well, so, healthcare, North Korea, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, and of course we have the health, this, we have, you know, this healthcare thing that's going on, this, you know, those, de- Bernie Sanders is, I guess, debating Lindsey Graham on Monday, I might force myself to Like, how but, premeditated uh, I, do you think it is by Trump? Like, do, uh, well, that's, do you think he... That's the question, that's but I guess weird. what I wanted to say in response to what Dave said, which is, I'm very cautious about the way Trump dominates the narrative in this way, but... I don't see any real bad effects of it so far when he says, for example, I mean, he's going to get Kaepernick signed. Like, I feel like because when he says when he goes on these unhinged rants against the NFL and literally 99 percent of Twitter responds with varying degrees of outrage or uh, support, you know, it, it kind of results in us in things getting better, in, at least in this particular case. Because now everyone's well, kneeling, and and like you know the original reason for kneeling. I've seen some people who are angry that the original kneel, uh, reason for Colin Kaepernick's protest, which was specifically police brutality and the murder of like black citizens by the police, has been overshadowed now. And now kneeling is just a anti-Trump thing. And on one hand, I I can understand why people are upset about that, but it also feels like you know that's kind of the way protest movements tend to evolve is they you know they start they start with a specific issue and it can become a specific thing and as long as the original issue isn't lost i think that can still be okay i do however think that the people who are protesting by standing with their arms crossed are wimping out unless they have like knee issues that to me (laughs) feels feels very liberal i think there were there were two teams that didn't even come out of the locker room right for the national anthem today i think both the seahawks and the steelers yeah weren't even didn't even come in the field so there were various levels of, of, of protest. Um, and and the Eagles all did not protest. They did something. Well, Malcolm Jenkins has been like an active protester for quite some time um, and is a, a totally groovy guy. They, I think they were like they were their arms were locked and some were kneeling, maybe. Um, mm, I, I, it's I, strange. A, um, it's strange go- and and unusual to like to be analyzing in this in this really tiny way like what it means like these various forms of physical indications of how somebody <laughs> feels about something like what does it mean to lock arms versus take one knee versus raise a fist okay like, so here's, these, here's the, who's the guy who just related. stretched go ahead dave you actually sound like you're you've had something to say which i don't yeah i feel like yeah yeah feel because like here's, here's the issue here is that in all of these conversations, because of the way that it's presented in the media and because of, of, the, of this strange paradigm that we've fallen into in the culture, what we end up debating are individuals and gestures instead of the actual substance of the issue. And I think it would be healthy, like, instead mm. of thinking about this as Trump and individualizing it and personalizing it, to remember that Trump is, is really acting as a megaphone and, and an avatar for a very large percentage of people in this country who are sort of ideologically and philosophically and intellectually in lockstep with him. And and so when, when he says these things, when we ask questions like, is, is this just a game by Trump or things like that? Like, no, there's, there's, there's like a, a solid 27 to maybe 35, 40 percent of this country that, that feels the same way about, about these players that are kneeling. 
And I think what they were able to successfully do is to is to transfer um, is to obscure the actual dialogue about race, the actual attempt to express a grievance by by a large population of oppressed people um, and, and to and to transform that into being about, oh, this is anti-military, this is anti the flag, this is anti-America, this is anti-Trump, blah, blah, blah. No, it's none of that. It's 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 an attempt to to express horror and and disapproval and to fight back against the the slaying of black people in the street by, by police. That's what that's what the protest is and and the players that kneeled uh, this weekend and 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 were arm in arm were showing their support for Colin Kaepernick's right to express his grievance about that situation they were, mm-hmm. it's not about Trump or the military well so do you feel like the i mean i i think that's a great point but do you feel like kind of the way it's now being spun is detrimental to the protest yes i mean cuz i agree <laughs> i mean look for sure i thought yeah. i thought Steve Kerr actually weighed in on this today and he said like you know, is so many of these athletes keep saying this isn't about the troops. This is about a specific, you know, issue uh, related to police, you know, abuse and and murder. Um, and people just aren't hearing that. And so you feel like the way Trump's spinning it as just a like anti-Trump thing is going to diminish the actual power of the original mm-hmm. protest. All right, I think that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, if, if you go back and it's to like implicitly and original. Um, if you go to his like original reason for doing it, yeah, he says it's about the un, you know the unfair treatment of uh, black people in America. And well, and of course, uh, yeah. Obama weighed in on this in like absolutely the worst way ever. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, it, it, he literally said like the most. It's like it's worth quoting because it's the most Obama thing like he said in a while, um, which is he said, um, I, I want. Mr. Kaepernick and those who are on a knee, I want them to listen to the pain that they may have that they may cause someone who, for example, had a spouse or a child who was killed in combat. But I also what? want Obama people said that. Yep. So this is a couple of days ago. Huh. But but then he what? went on to say, because it's Obama, he then added, but I also want people to think about the pain that he may be expressing about somebody who has lost a loved one that they think was unfairly shot. So nice, uh, nice centrist. Got to hear both sides quote there. That's um, the worst. That's the worst thing I've yeah. heard from him in a long time. Well, yeah, there's nothing to do with that. It's not an anti-military gesture. It's not anti-flag right. yeah. America. There's zero to do with that. Uh, I mean, that's like that's. I mean, but Crazy. Obama's such a centrist. I mean, literally, I feel like that's all, all he ever did was he'd get up there and be like, "Well, you know," but on the other hand, like this and this, right. and you're like, "Great, right. thanks." Have to be fair and balanced. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and of course, you there's know, there's a um, there's a tech. There's a technique in family therapy where, as a therapist, you get the entire family to um, to like not like you, which is, I've never <laughs> done, but I'm really interested in trying it. Like I think it'd be oh, really I love that. interesting to do. I feel yeah. like but I'd be really that, good at that. But in doing that, this family, <laughs> yeah, you guys both be really good at that. You know, is that what this podcast is? Like... Wait, who's both? Wait, which both? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Uh, Dave, Dave or Simon? I think both of you guys would be good at that. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough. I don't like, like I don't like any of you, motherfuckers anymore ever since we started this uh, Mike it doesn't work you're too lovable but in doing that you know you unite this family where like all the members have been uh, fighting now all of a sudden they have a common enemy and it you know maybe something like there, there's something like that happening so it's kind of like the watchman to... like the Alan Moore's watchman like approach to therapy where like a guy unites all the countries in the world by faking an alien attack Okay. Yeah, all right, exactly. Guys. All right, guys. Well, never mind. Never mind. Just trying to bring a little culture. 
You know, I we, love this idea. Yeah, go ahead. We we picked. Uh, I mean, it is very interesting that the one year we decided to make our beloved sports podcast available to the public is the year that like sports and politics just become like irrevoc- irrevocably, very publicly intertwined. Though I guess they always have been. I guess people have always been protesting. So we just there was a couple can, off years, and now we're on a big one. Can we talk about really quick how in that same speech Trump came out as pro concussion? I know that was crazy. <laughs> well, that, that was, was crazy. crazy. Is uh, yes, he, it was like he I, like he said the thing that he said about the protest, I have, I and then he was like, and a, another thing. I have it in front of me. Uh, when the <laughs> when the NFL nuts. ratings are down massively, massively, the NFL ratings are down massively. Now, the number one reason happens to be they like watching what's happening with yours truly. They like what's happening because you know today if you hit too hard, fifteen yards, throw them out of the game. They had that last week. I watched for a couple of minutes. Two guys just really re- beautiful tackle. Boom, 15 yards. The referee gets on television. His wife is sitting at home. She's so proud of him. They're ruining the game. They're ruining the game. The wife part is so funny. That's what they want to do. They want to hit. They want to hit. It is hurting the game. Oh, my God. So that, um, so because that's why I thought we were all maybe going to take a little NFL break uh, is because, of course, increasingly the evidence that it's bad for the people who are playing it in really horrible ways is diminishing our actual enjoyment of the game. Though, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to actually pretend that that's true, because uh, I just started enjoying it like a couple months ago for the first time, so I'm still in that zone. But, of course, uh, we'll, we'll continue. I think we need to continue the bummer section of this episode and talk about Aaron Hernandez. Um, yeah, that, it does that, dovetail. Yeah. yeah, the big news this week, you know, I mean, so so talking about, like, you know, the, the various reasons people are feeling negative about this the NFL, I mean... It's very strange that this all kind of happens the week that we also found out from the Aaron Hernandez autopsy that he had severe CTE, and I believe he'd only played for something like 44 games in the NFL. Aaron Hernandez was young, yeah. He was probably 23 when he killed those people, something like that. 27 when he died, so... Yeah, like twenty three when he killed the people, when he killed the people. Yeah, so, so so, I mean, he really couldn't have... He didn't have a huge, long career. He had a fairly short career... And still such, like, severe brain damage that, I mean, you know, we can't say whether or not he would have, you know, whether he would have not murdered people if he didn't have CT, but it certainly didn't help, is, I think, the... And now his daughter is going to sue the NFL? Yep, like, is that's that correct. Is that going to, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think it's going to go to trial, or how that's... How that, uh, like... I think she has a strong case right now, um, because yeah. of all the stuff that's coming out. I mean... There have been various, you know, various companies over the years have covered things up in different ways. ExxonMobil, it turns out, you know, had right. exhaustive research on climate change. Obviously, the tobacco companies. And I think we're kind of with, um, with, with cancer and so on. And I think we're witnessing that a little bit with the NFL right now. I do think that if, if Aaron Hernandez's daughter sues them, I really think that that is something that would, you know, would actually be successful. Um, so it's, that's intriguing. Wait, how old is his daughter? That's a great question. How old is she? <laughs> I want to. I, I want to add I she, I, while we're just. I think she's only conscious. four years old. I think she's only yeah. four. No, you can bring yeah. a lawsuit at four. Yeah, that's allowed. You can do that. Wait. So you're saying awesome. this trial is okay. going to be adorable? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these kids now are like super litigious. That's how they're. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just they how they're the internet, man. The she's kids she's, are. Yeah. She's, well, they have yeah. the apps. They have the just you hit yeah. the app button and it just it's like the tort yeah. law app. 
Um, she's four years old. Do anybody yeah. app? Well, it's just oh, yeah. yeah. They're all like all the trials are on Periscope. Well, here in LA, we have the app where when you press the button, it just tells you what within range you could sue. Um, like if there's a crack on the sidewalk or something like that. And so that's actually really helpful. But I mean, it's actually, um, it's just part of Pokemon Go now, apparently. So a really good idea for an app. Yeah, well, you know, you heard it here first, folks. Um, anyway, I mean, I don't have anything to add. On a serious add. note, oh, on yeah. a serious note um, you know, Aaron Hernandez is alleged to have also killed two people in, in Miami in 2007 when he was 17. Oh. Um, and he, you know, he did... You know, presumably he played. He played. You know, high level football all through high school, probably junior high, probably even before that. But um, you know, before we totally absolve him or, or blame it all on CTE. No, um, no, I, he was going. He was going to stand trial for that. For that too, he just didn't make it to that trial. No, I'm I not. I don't but think to get well, to I, get CTE. It's not clear if that's from like uh, intensity or frequency or. I mean, it could just be. It could just be like. A few super hard hits, right? Or it could be like yep. a lot of mm-hmm. yep, or a lot of little hits, minor or... hits. Yep. Yeah. Well, here's right. the thing: if if the lawsuit, and I mean, I get that she's four, so I mean, she's probably, you know, I don't know how exactly it's going to be phrased. If the lawsuit is basically like <laughs> I'm suing the NFL because they ca- they caused my father to murder people, I don't think that's going to do well. But if the lawsuit is yeah. just about my father had CTE and he killed himself, and like the CTE clearly affected his quality of life. I think if they keep the homo- like the actual murder cases out of it, it still is a pretty strong case. And I agree. I mean, look, I don't. Right. If it, it, you know. it, the symptoms of CPE, if they can show that that impacted his life, yeah, uh, to a significant well, doctor, degree. Yeah. So, Doctor Ann McKee at the CTE Center at BU uh, said he had stage three of the disease, which can cause violent mood swings, depression, and other cognitive disorders. Uh, his yeah. uh, uh, some attorney named Jose Baez said, we're told it was the most severe case they had ever seen for someone of Aaron's age. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Can you file a legal brief in crayon? How's that going to work? <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's just mostly going to be like stickers and it's going to be adorable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, I look, I really look forward to like the, like, you know, Oscar winning, like Michael Mann adaptation of this trial. Oh my God. Like, you know, uh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah Played by, get tickets now um in uh however um i want to talk about (laughs) football in a little bit of a lighter note uh which is um odell beckham got fined for simulating a dog peeing as a touchdown celebration i didn't know he got fined for that today i saw him do that i don't know if he got fined this was in the eagles game that i was watching oh okay yeah so i don't know he got fined. He definitely got a penalty, but he, he scored a touchdown. Yes. There's Dave's, something wrong. This yes. guy's not right oh, in the flagged. head. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Flag. Flag. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, but he scored a touchdown. He got down on all fours and crawled through the end zone and then, like, lifted his leg as yeah. though he were a dog peeing. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. You know, but the, yep. the history of NFL celebration dances is, like, rooted in originality um, and uniqueness, and I think he – he succeeded at doing that you know well the best part is when the announcers like get so indignant and they're like that's just there's no class involved in football anymore <laughs> they get so upset at him <laughs> what well, did I anyone mean, else i i, I oh, it, it's a little tasteless but it's a little tasteless but very original a little very original okay. um the best part also was that he scored another touchdown three minutes later and raised the black power fist in the end zone so it was like a very different celebration yeah. for a second 
pretty random. Yeah. Well, did you guys? <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of, so now that like these NFL, the NFL is allowing people to celebrate and do performance art in the end zone. Um, I mean, I don't think they can really say what's right or wrong. Um, you know, I mean, if if someone decides to recreate all you know seventeen days of the artist is present or whatever, I think in the end zone, if <laughs> well, they've scored a touchdown, we have to all sit there and watch them do it. Well, no, but you have to be you have to be celebrating your team and your touchdown. You can't be mocking the other team. So peeing like a dog is kind of like mocking the other team a little bit. Well, can we talk? I thought it was the. I thought it was a, it was a violation because it was too sexy, which made me think that <laughs> there was some sort of like kink thing going on. Like the ref was like into getting peed on, and was like, like that's too sexy for the NFL. So you're saying that you feel like uh, Odell Beckham was that was his persona, um, doing yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Well, did anyone yeah. speaking? Maybe of... he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't peeing like a dog, though. I mean, we're, we're interpreting that he's on all fours. He lifts a leg. There's what else could that be? I mean. Be, that's a great question. Like a, yoga. Like a, He's doing like a, yoga. A, a well, yoga the, or door of like an airplane or a car uh, door yeah. opening, like a yeah. suicide oh. door. Yeah, I, right. Glorian. It could be a Back to the Future thing. Who, who was the player today who just stretched during the National Anthem? I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, anyway, but I don't know who oh. that was. I don't know. That was a big one. Uh, did anyone see, speaking of uh, disastrous uh, football celebrations, did anyone see Marcus Cooper... Uh, fumbling at the one-yard line in the Bears-Steelers game. So this might be my play of the week. Um, Bears-Steelers today. Um, the Steelers attempted a football of, uh, sorry, a f- field goal. Yeah. They using a, f- a football. They using were, a football. Using a football. Uh, the, the Bears blocked the field goal attempt, which I didn't know was a thing, but it, it happens. Mark Scooper got the ball, <laughs> ran towards the opposite end, and about 10 yards out, just kind of slowed down because he thought he made it. And at the one-yard line, the ball was swatted out of his hand uh, by uh, one of the Steelers. Uh, and, and so they didn't get the touchdown. Um, yeah. and it was That's a, a great play for you, Simon, because it includes like you learning something about football and then someone embarrassing themselves. Yeah, it was really Those funny. Are like, you should, those are I two mean, favorite things on the podcast. We should watch this. And is play uh, of the week going to the guy that squat that swatted the football? Are you giving it this play of the week to that guy or to to the guy who got the football swatted out of his hand? I, I, I what would, about the swatter? I would Maybe like to give it to the swatter, but I don't know who he is. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. I mean, that's the nobody problem. knows. Nobody knows. Well, I'm watching. Like the un- unknown it, soldier type deal. Like we could just give it to. There's like a guy, maybe it's a guy from the stands just like ran in and swatted it out or something. We don't know. And then jumped back into the stands. It's number yeah, 89 on the Steelers. Oh, okay. I'm going into my research corner. I'm going to find out who this is. You're um, going to look and you're going to be, but there is no 89 on the Steelers. It's a ghost. <laughs> um, yeah, ghost. Oh, that's a reference. I thought you yeah. guys didn't didn't listen to the latest episode of Mikhail's, um what's it called? Fan, Boogie, Rondo Boogie? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to listen to it to know. <laughs> <laughs> What's in my friend's heart? There may or may not be a ghost. <laughs> um, anyway, I really liked that play, and I thought it was maybe the best play I've ever seen. And it's it's like a very uh, and the funny thing uh, also is if you watch it online with the announcers uh, with their audio on, they're it's like you said, it's like they're just completely outraged. Um, you know, there's no, they're just like that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, and one of them is like, you can celebrate in the end zone now. Why didn't he just wait? Like, why didn't he, like, run all the way there and then do that? Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty good. Anyway, I imagine people should met we, him. But the Bears did win in should overtime. We, 
should we do top plays of the week since Simon did his? Well, that's not mine, but yeah. go ahead. Let's do our plays of the week. I, think, I thought you said that might be yours. I said it might be mine, and I just decided it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. Yeah, sorry. Well, do you hear that siren? Do you hear that siren? Uh, yeah. I'm not editing this thing. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I, no one heard that siren. <laughs> no. All right, so, so continue. Yeah, I think this might be an unedited episode, but that's great. We're keeping the banter... Uh, Really fast and furious. Yeah, Mikhail, yeah. What's we can nobody... throw it up like right now. Uh, put it up, post it up. Plays, plays of the week? Yeah, what's your play of the week, man? Um, I saw a really nice play. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Penn yeah. State versus oh. Iowa. Oh, that's a football. Game-winning I... touchdown. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, football, football one. I saw that yeah, yesterday. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful uh, nice spiral, nice spiral pass right to number 84, catches it in the end zone. It's like, a, it's like, it's just beautiful. It's like, uh, what could it be? What's a good metaphor? Like, um, a, like, a, like a bird eating a pebble? <laughs> like, what's like a bird eating a pebble? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it's like. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds pretty nice. <laughs> and then he, and, then, and the guy did a really nice dance, uh, really like sweet dance after he caught it. And then the um, quarterback did a nice little celebration right at the very end of the game. It was very. Um, it's just like a bird eating a pebble. Um, and, all right. Any other, any other, any other plays of the week, guys? I have a sincere. I have a, another sincere play of the week. The yeah, Eagles, mine was sincere. Eagles, mine was. Are you saying mine yeah. was not? No, I said another sincere. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, Eagles won. Eagles won today as time expired on a 61-yard field goal by their rookie kicker who wasn't even on a team like last week. They like got this guy off somebody's practice squad because our kicker got hurt. Uh, and he's tiny. He's like really young and he weighs like 100 pounds. And uh, they just got down. There was one second and they were like, I guess they decided rather than try to throw a Hail they'll just let this guy give it a shot. So he kicked a 61-yard field goal. The, it was the longest in the history of the Eagles stadium. Wow. wow. And that who's, was, this, who's, this, who's this little 100-pound guy? I think Baker? his name is Elliot, Jake Elliot, I think. Whoa! <laughs> his name's Elliot Jake Elliot. Yeah, that's not his name. Come on, <laughs> it's Jake Jake Elliot. It's Jake Jake Elliot. Mikhail will accept a lot, but not that kind of silliness. Elliot, Elliot like, Jake Jake. Like, can we keep the silliness out of sports, please, Mike? Yeah, come on, yo. Right. I, at one point, I wanted to. There was the. Uh, I was going to name my son Ch- Charlie, but my wife didn't go for it. I remember that. Yeah, C H C H A R L E S. Like it reminds me of uh, what was the, the um, secretary, Boutros Boutros Gali, or uh, right, right, right. Sirhan yeah, Sirhan. Yeah. Wait, right, right. Mikhail, didn't you just spell Cha Charles? I did. You're right. Good, good ears. Okay, but which one was it? Cha Charlie. It was Cha Charlie. But the I child Cha Charles. But okay, but but the legal name would have but been Cha Charlie. Yeah, yeah, okay. I messed up. It's really good. But it would have been Ch- <laughs> Ch- Charles for short. <laughs> could have been. Um, it could have been. This Charlie Jake Charlie thing reminds me of how I used to. I was hoping. <laughs> I found um, this this woman on on Facebook whose whose name was was Dominique David. Oh, and I was thinking, uh, if I could marry her and get her to do a hyphenated last name, she could be Dominique David Dominique. And then, uh, and then her if we had a kid. And gave him the first name. Wait, what? What was it? <laughs> Sorry, this isn't that great. Uh, oh, the first name would be David, 
and then he could and if he had the hyphenated last name, he'd be David David Dominique. Ah, well, and hear me so, out on this, David. If maybe you would confound the patriarchy and take her name, your kid could be David yeah. David David. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hear me that. When you guys get married, if you take her last name as a hyphenate on yourself and then Yeah, yeah. I'm just putting it out there. And then if he be if he becomes like a one hundred pound cute little uh NFL punter, that'd be then we'd be talking about David, David, David kicking a 61-yard field goal. When, the, uh, Eagles, the Eagles actually had a running back when I was a kid named Anthony Tony. <laughs> oh, wow. When the fuck is one of us going to have a child who becomes a sports star so we can start a clothing brand? Yeah, Brit's working on it. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, I'm working, oh, yeah, I'm working I saw on a yeah. um, quick time out. I saw my first big baller brand t-shirt in person yesterday. Ooh, I told, you, I told you guys I saw one at uh, LAX and the shuttle. Uh, it's really uh, weird when so you see lucky. one because you feel like the person must be mentally ill. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I really wanted to talk to this guy because he looked like um, he looked yeah. like he worked at LAX. Uh, I parked okay. in like the you know one of the far away like I parked in lot C like the economy lot which is where the employees park, and I was taking the shuttle in and there was a dude wearing a big baller shirt and I was like, I mean that's like a ninety dollar t shirt my friend. Yeah. Like what is going on <laughs> with you? What is like. I, I just wanted to talk to him about like budgeting and so on, but but then I also like was so envious of his T-shirt that I like couldn't. Speak. I had a really yeah, I had a really similar experience. I saw a guy, and I I was so curious about what kind of person would would own and wear that T-shirt that I like. You ever forget the basic rule that you're not supposed to stare at someone in public? I just like I felt like I had the right to All look at him for as long as I had to until I could figure it out and I was just like, and then he gave me this look and then it got a little, it got weird but I, luckily I was in my car so I, I sped off oh I was like right on like a like a crowded bus with this guy and it was like it was shiny gold it's like big ballers and like shiny oh. gold lettering wait oh. wait 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 you take myself. what bus you were on you were on a crowded bus it's like a shuttle bus like I said it's like a shuttle bus oh, oh airport shuttle bus. okay yeah yes, no yes. I don't I, I live in LA I don't take the bus bus I mean, I'd be really surprised um, Dave do you have a play of the week my friend um, I, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised no one's gotten to mine yet. I think you guys are all gonna have something to say about it. But so you can, you, if you, if you want to say, I, I, oh, I Dave, have to, I have can, to keep I it kinda, your, can I do your play of the week? I have to keep it like over the week, Dave. Oh no, Dave I have has yours. something sincere to say. Uh, oh, okay. But who's who's doing their thing now? Is Dave uh-huh. saying his sincere thing, or is Mikhail doing his insincere? I thing? Love, I love the Mikhail by prop. Oxy play of the weeks. So those are good. All right, let's hear yeah, let's, let's hear Dave's uh, play of the week from Macau. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Dave was unable to name the exact uh, baseball player's name, but it's definitely happened this week. Um, baseball t- player did the classic hide the ball trick. Uh, Ooh. Second, he's on second base. The outfielder threw the ball to the second baseman. Second baseman fakes like he throws it to the pitcher. The guy on second base, the the runner, kind of is just standing there, kind of steps off the bag a little. Not realizing second baseman still has the ball in his glove, and the guy tags him out. It's awesome. I love hide the ball tricks. That's, yeah. Okay. It's a great play. Ball tricks too. It's a great play. Yeah. You yeah. don't see that. You don't see that that much. It's like you know, it's it's kind of like any uh, what was a skunk in the outfield. It's kind of like. Yeah, I mean, you don't see it that often because like baseball players play. By the time they're in the major leagues, they play so many games that it's really hard to trick them. Like they've seen everything so many times. So you have to pick the absolute perfect moment to pull that off. It was so casual. Well, yeah, it was the way the guy did it was just like so casual. You just, no one, you didn't expect, you know, that he would have done that. It was really weird. And then um, 
you know, because in skunking the outfield, the way to beat that play is for the pitcher, the short stop, and the second baseman to all group together. And then when they disband, you don't know who has the ball. Mm. And um, it reminded me of that. Wait, I finally, I finally found a way to. Sorry, nah, go, go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to change the subject. What? Well, I mean, are we? <laughs> what, what were you gonna? I mean, are we still doing plays of the week? Because I, I really do have one. I want. I have one too. Okay, let's hear. <laughs> Oh. I want to. So, I was trying to find a way to to not not be a killjoy with you know make plays of the week heavy, but I'm gonna give it to LeBron James oh, for his tweet. Uh, yeah, because because yeah. it's really well phrased too. So he calls Trump like a bum. He said he said letter the letter U. His tweet begins letter U. So you bum yeah. uh, at Steph Curry thirty already said he ain't going. So therefore, ain't no invite. <laughs> Going to the White House was a great honor until you showed up! Exclamation point. It got retweeted. Uh, six hundred. So, well, as of the writing of the article that I'm looking at, which uh, that that came out earlier today, so it's probably more now. But it, at that at, at that time, it was retweeted six hundred forty thousand times, um, <laughs> yeah. which is uh, almost six times as many retweets as anything he's ever tweeted, and double a- a- anything that that Trump has ever uh, tweeted. Oh hell yeah! That uh, is a perfect tweet. Wow. It's a really good tweet. It's it's up there with yeah. uh, Justin Bieber. Um, yeah, I was actually, I was going to ask if Bieber has weighed in on, on any of these uh, protest issues. I feel like no. I know. Oh, yeah. I like I know. Do we know anything about Bieber's politics? Um, I, I think, think like he's any like party, he's Canadian, bro. Any, any he, political like, platform. Like, Bieber um, said, if you give it to him. He said, <laughs> <laughs> Bieber says he will, quote, stand up, end quote, for Black Lives Matter, and quote, shine light on racism. All right. Well, the, the problems <laughs> problem solved. Finally. Well, so that's uh, that actually plays right into yeah. elegantly plays into my uh, play of the week, which is uh, so Twitter cheers to LeBron James, but Twitter jeers to Kevin Durant. Uh, are you guys up on? Oh, yeah. Are you guys yeah, up this on is this? A good one. This is oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah. He's, so he's I was like worried. I was worried Twitter you guys were going to say this. Yeah. He, it was revealed that he has a fake Twitter account. <laughs> where he weighs in on people oh, talking yeah. to him uh, with fake it's accounts. So, so a guy was saying, like, you know, a guy tweeted at him, man, I respect the hell to you. Give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC other than getting a championship. To which he replied from his own account, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. His roster wasn't that good. It was just him and Russ. Imagine taking Russ off that team. About, or see how bad they were. KD can't win a championship with those cats. Uh, so. Oh, damn. What damn? What people figured out quite quickly is wait. That did he he tweeted that from his from his fake account? He tweeted that from, from his, his account, from yeah. his no. He tweeted that from his actual account. And what people by realized accident? is that he yeah. was doing it by accident. Is that he uh, had a, right. he had a burner? He has like a lot of people, not myself, but I think like a lot of people. He has burner accounts to argue with trolls about himself <laughs> in his mentions, and wow. he fucked up and didn't didn't log in right and so it came from him uh and uh draymond green damn draymond green made fun of him a lot because yeah yeah that that opens a lot to to think about kevin durant like wait whoa whoa, whoa. draymond green draymond green fan fiction draymond green who accidentally like tweeted publicly a picture of his penis like last year that that he meant to be a dm (laughs) yeah yeah. right so uh well he would know like he would know more than anyone i hope Kevin Durant knows that, so he can uh, clown Draymond back. If he doesn't well, know that, no, no, Draymond, if you're listening, Kevin Durant. Dr- uh, yeah. Kevin Durant said that uh, Draymond. Kevin Durant notoriously said uh, that he laughed in Draymond Green's face when his dick hit the internet, and Draymond Green 
uh, said the exact same thing at an interview <laughs> about Kevin Durant oh. uh, a couple of days ago. So they're just okay. they're 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 riffing on each other's uh, gotcha. flo- uh, internet mm. foibles. But it is very funny to know that Kevin Durant has fake Twitter accounts that he ar- oh man that, that he uses to argue with people about Kevin Durant. Yeah, that he like <laughs> stays up late at night alone, like yeah, he probably really wrestling like, with like yeah his he, public image and. He gets like really mad and reads all the comments, and then is like, totally. "No, Kevin Durant didn't do that, and in fact, he's a nice guy." I love and just, that. And just to see him like break character too. Yeah. Like you, you know, to hear him like throw the rest of his teammates under the bus like that. Shit. <laughs> it's really satisfying. It's tremendously, yeah. uh, it's tremendously satisfying oh. on multiple levels, and it's easily my play of the week. Uh, the only thing that even <sighs> came close um, turned out, uh, you know was you know was a guy getting a football swatted out of his arm although i did want to ask um did anyone see the yankees game where a child was hit with a foul ball this week todd frazier oh no uh yeah if i say if i say no do we can we not talk about that well <laughs> if you say <laughs> yeah i think you have to say yes so we'll oh, yeah. talk about it we we've talked about have we talked on the podcast about how they put up nets and like the NYU like public library to prevent students from committing suicide because that's one of my favorite subjects uh, not specifically but we've talked about other places where they put up nets to prevent suicide well the point is they need more nets and that's my two cents <laughs> that's a Simon safety moment Simon safety moment listen up Major League Baseball nets prevent accidents right. I'm, I'm going to put some nets under my roof at my house it's only like 12 feet but Good idea, though. Well, you do live in an earthquake-friendly zone, and you do have a lot of uh, swords and knives taped to your ceiling, uh, kind of precarious. (laughs) So I actually think that's a smart move. Um, All right. (laughs) Wow. We filled filled 40-plus minutes just talking about this week. Uh, What do you guys want to talk about now? Simon, I need to tell you something. Oh, shit. Simon. What? Do you know who's on the Lakers now? No. I absolutely don't. Simon. Yeah, what? Oh, no. <laughs> no, not him. Oh, yes. God, wait, Bogut's on the Lakers? Yes. God damn it. What did they trade for him? Like, an old, that's just a sack of oatmeal? Like, I think, yeah, like a, like a half a loaf of stale bread. <laughs> <laughs> just like a wheelbarrow that didn't have any wheels on it. <laughs> like, all right. What he does, Bogut just like goes into other locker rooms and then claims squatters' rights over the summer. <laughs> He's just yeah. Like, yeah, look, I'm on your team now. Like, I've been here for six months. Did the Lakers have any? Yeah, did they have any choice in this matter? I mean, that's a really good point. I, I, is it, is it like, can you become a common law teammate? And if so, is that what Bogut's yeah, doing? Bogut can. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't try. Yeah. So you're telling me like there's mm-hmm. a there's a chance that I could run into Andrew Broga at like Trader Joe's or something. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> well, if that happens, I will be in the news for throwing tortilla yeah. chips at a an NBA player. Um, yeah, I'm really mad about this. Wow, what a he'll catch him in his mouth. Oh, he'll and catch uh, those chips in his mouth, and you guys will become best friends. We should say the WNBA finals are on, and uh, Mikhail and I. Uh, Separately, yes. separately, independently watched uh, their game against the Minnesota Lynx today, which was super exciting in its final uh, like twenty seconds. It's awesome. So. Yeah, there's like four four turnovers in like the final fifty seconds or something. Well, in who the, won that game? Um, uh, the the uh, Lake uh, Sparks. 
Our team did. LA won. We won. LA Sparks beat the Minnesota Lynx game one. Well, but it was funny because they were initially up like 22 to 2, right? Because I was talking to to my father on Mm -hmm. the phone and he said that because he's in Minnesota. And um, and then, yeah, I mean, Minnesota completely closed the gap and I was almost uh, rooting for them a little bit, but then had to, go with, yeah. had to go with loyalty at the last minute. And so I put my energy towards L.A. and we won accordingly. Wait, yeah. are you guys going to go to a uh, try to go to a game? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we've already been. Uh, but it's <laughs> finals. The finals. Yeah. I mean, we I, have to. I haven't I haven't thought about it. Like I had um. I have my I have a guy I have a guy at the WNBA who calls me every now and then and tries to sell me tickets and I told him I couldn't do it because um, you know at the, that time I didn't have a job but now I've been working for a couple of uh, wait does he he only calls you about WNBA tickets yeah yeah that's my boy at the WNBA tries to sell me tickets all the time huh he like um, works in the him. office at the WNBA yeah if you I, I I think I know what happened here because I I came close to doing something similar. If you go to their website and you click on like I am interested in potentially getting season tickets, a, oh, a right. live a live human being will then interact with you. Um, we'll just like yeah. follow you around for the rest of your life and try to get you to buy tickets. It's almost that distasteful. Yep. Yep. You'll receive a phone call. Oh. Um, and, and he's a nice guy. Yeah, I'm sure he means well. What's his Mikhail, What's his name? Shout out. Um, oh, don't ask me that. He has wait. Written, it's al- uh, I mean, I, it's always I the same remember. guy. It's yeah, it's, always the same guy. it's definitely the same guy. He's your sales rep. Probably uh, Elliot. Elliot yeah. something. Yeah, Elliot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, think, I don't know. No, I mean, look, one thing, we haven't given ourselves a, a communal pat on the back yet for the fact that we've made a tremendous amount of time for sports this week. I don't think true. you can ask us to make more time for yes. sports. Jeff. His name is Jeff. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry. Jeff Kang. Jeff Kang. So that's a good name. I want to do some listener mail, yeah. if that's all right. Yes. Can we do some yes, listener yes. mail? Okay. Uh, yeah. from, um, from one of our listeners, um, we have an error and omission from August. Uh, in your discussion of softball and wiffleball with excellent guest Hillary, episode 734, Mikhail said I bragged about being good at softball. I have never played softball. I might brag about the awesomeness <laughs> of my tomato garden, but never about the prowess on a ball field. XO, Mike's unbraggy mom. Yep. So, okay. So, wow. Nice. All right. So that's it's, uh, it's in the record now. It's so, in the okay. official record. So, uh, so that's one listener. It turns out she is one of our parents. Um, but uh, uh, from Kyle, uh, we get: Are you going to talk more about the Canadian Football League? This message confused me because I don't recall us ever talking about the Canadian Football League, but we we did so. I don't think so. Uh, I replied, would you like for us to? We know nothing about it, but that doesn't often stop us, or something like that. And he said, that'd be great if you could. You should try going over some of the rules, as they're way different from the NFL. Okay, well. I feel like we may have, like, briefly mentioned it once, but I can't remember in what context. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean. What is that? That's the, is that the CFL? CFL. It is the CFL. All right. Yep. Boom. Boom. Okay. Talking about it. Uh, guys. Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I snuck into Simon's research corner to do a little bit of fact checking on Brit, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and it's true. Uh, Jeff Kang went to University of he went to UC Berkeley. Um, he has a BA in legal studies from 2012. Um, 
Then he worked for the Dodgers for about eight months in 2013 as an associate corporate partnership and associate as an associate in corporate partnerships. Then he worked oh. for the Ontario Reign, which I guess is a hockey team, <laughs> as an account could executive. Be, could be could be a CFL. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then he worked for the Oakland A's um, for about six months as an account executive. Oh, wow. um, and he's been at his current job with the LA Sparks since April. <laughs> Um, wow. providing businesses with opportunities to build relationships with employees, clients, and family through season tickets, partnerships, group outings, suite events, and more. And, wow. uh, that's a great April. So when I spoke with him, he was pretty new. And, and I, I told him about our podcast. It was at the time we had an episode where the, I think there was something about dildos in the title of the episode. Uh-huh. Most of them did for the first yeah, couple of months. Yeah, that was like the first <laughs> several months. You're going to have to narrow it down. Um, I do want to, since the NHL got brought up very briefly there, uh, I do feel compelled that I should, seven hours ago, Donald Donald Trump, our president, tweeted, pleased to inform that the champion Pittsburgh Penguins of the NHL will be joining me at the White House for ceremony. Great team. Which is like absolutely the the sports protest equivalent of like, like, well, you know, my girlfriend says these shoes are very nice. So you guys can make fun of them all you want, but you know. Yeah. I mean, so really, so we've got the Pittsburgh oh. Penguins are joining him at the White House. Okay. All right. Jesus. Well. Good. Good luck. Good luck with that, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, hockey um, is an openly racist sport, like openly racist. So we have Thomas Keller yeah. submitted. Uh, well, it's uh, yeah. it's a lot of white people. That's for sure. I guess I didn't want to. Well, just, so do we want to talk about hockey being racist? I just kind of let yeah. that one go. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Just something tells me there are going to be very few consequences for the for the Penguins for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the fan base. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think the Pittsburghs. Do, do they have one? I think they have one player who's black, actually. On the Penguins, and he's really good, and it's, it's an outlier. Yeah, it was it was on one of the championship teams uh, this year. The uh, the Flyers really. have one black player, and he's regularly harassed, like everywhere he goes. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, maybe that's uh, yeah. It's very bad. Um, All right. Listener Thomas Keller submitted us a voice uh, a voice audition for the show. We will be playing that, not probably this episode because we don't have time to edit this one. Um, and then lastly, uh, listener, I feel like wait, when did Thomas Keller? I feel like Thomas Keller like he sent it a while ago, and we need to really play it because yeah, sent we've it been in like mid. Well, none of us have time to edit. Well, none of us have time to edit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I. Well, are you yeah, trying to play it right now? Exactly. Okay, Mikel's trying to play it right now. God damn it, Mikel. God damn it. Oh, sorry. Um, my wife Tiffany just knocked on the door of the car and <laughs> does she want you to remove uh, the the hose from your exhaust pipe that's uh that's running into yeah. the window? Um, well, <laughs> that's on, reasonable. Is she, asking, is she asking when you're going to get the rest of your stuff out of the house? Well, okay. Look, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, Thomas Keller, we'll edit you in next week. Uh, it, it needs to be done. We're sorry. We're not great at checking our mail. Uh, we do have one more bit of listener mail while Mikhail gets uh, gets the dickens. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm back. I, I got busted, but. Okay. All right. uh, Did man, she... it, it's hard okay. to make room for sports. Wait, I might have something to share. I think I have something to share. Okay. Yeah, do it. He's unavailable. Oh, sorry. I tried to call Jeff Kang, but he had a generic voicemail. Forget it. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, tormenting, tormenting. <laughs> Mikhail's guy. Call him um, and ask him. Ask him about me. Ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Knows me. The <laughs> hunter becomes the hunted. Jeff Kang. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, this is like the most sincere reader mail we've ever received. 
uh, from Lewis Chofi, editor of Blair Witch and Death Note and many other fine works of art, uh, <laughs> sent me a message that said, Hey, Simon, I really liked the fantasy football episode. I had no idea how it worked, and special guest Jess was very informative. Lewis. Which is one of the nicest emails wow. that I've ever received. <laughs> In all sincerity. Yeah. It was, it was really, yeah, I mean, the fact that, yeah, I mean, you know, Lewis is a great guy and, uh, wow. and a fine sports fan as well. So I'm not surprised, but I have, still, classy move. That's a really good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I have one, I got one listener um, review of our uh, Rafa Nadal ruling that we offered last week, or maybe oh. the week before. So this uh-huh. is from my friend David Raskin, um, a big fan of the show. He says, just catching up, big bone to pick. Rafa Nadal is an absolute dreamboat. His face is whatever, leonine but otherwise unremarkable, but his physique is the height of the male form. Have I even projected my man crush on him onto his sister Maribel? Check her out. To make myself more secure, yes. Wow, that's a serious. Talking about that's Ralph, who, Ralph Nader, <laughs> yeah. Ralph Nadal. Ralph Nader does Ralph not Nader have the ideal. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have the ideal like form. That's uh, ideal soul. He's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, we have. I guess he gave us all seatbelts. That's cool. Um, and then I did also get a, a, a couple tweets, and one of them was, I think, also. From, I don't. I. I, I think. One of them was basically telling us to not do shorter episodes, which is, I guess, good because this yeah. week's episode is long. Um, but uh, do you guys have anything to add, or should we wrap this up? We're at like fifty-two minutes. Let's do a couple. Can we do a couple at, quick? Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mikhail. You go ahead. Just, I'm looking at Ralph Nader Google image, and yeah, sure you are. Your friend mm-hmm. might be right. Your friend might be right. The thing with him is he looks great when he's in the throes of like sports passion, but he doesn't yeah. look good otherwise, which is okay. kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, often like the dreamboat shipwreck thing unfolds over a few weeks. Sometimes it, you know, sometimes we realize we get a mistake, we reconsider, we go back to our research corners, and we offer new, um, new ideas. He has that weird Skeletor vibe, kind of from certain angles. Good tan, you know, and good butt. Are we talking yeah. about Ralph Nader still? <laughs> Hey, I'm going to yeah. do a couple. Uh, we're going to do okay. a, a week three yeah. review. I'm going to give you guys some games, and you guess who you think won today. You ready? Okay. All right. Uh, first up, Buccaneers versus Vikings. Oh, Vikings. Can I Vikings. participate if I sort of know already? That's no. even better. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can. What, is, yeah. What, what did Dave say? I think Vikings. It was Vikings, right? Yeah. Mikhail? Yeah, I said Vikings also. Vikings, yeah. 34 17. Browns, yeah, right. Colts. Browns and Colts. Oh, uh, mm, Browns. Browns. Uh, mm. I don't know, but all the Colts. Uh, Colts by three, 28-31. Uh, and then we'll getting... do one more this week. We'll do uh, Raiders, Redskins. Ooh. Aren't they on right Raiders. now? Yeah, it was a trick question. They come on soon. Uh, one more. They're on right Chiefs. now. They're playing Chiefs. Chiefs. Chargers. Well, because if, if you're a real Raiders Chiefs. fan, you've got to pick the Raiders. Cause they're uh, yeah, Chiefs, 24-10 over the Chargers. Chiefs. That's your week three in review. See, we're getting really good at sports. <laughs> Um, and actually, yeah, that's pretty serious. I'm going to end on a serious note, which is, you know, as this podcast wears more and more heavily on our time and lives as a burden, uh, I have really, I've been traveling a lot recently, uh, hanging out with people and their families, and my ability to slightly converse about sports has really lubricated a lot of otherwise dry <laughs> social situations. Totally. And yeah, it's funny. It's, it's really, yeah, I agree it, with you. It's, it's really, a big um, help. It's a big help knowing the little bit about sports that I've learned over the course of doing this podcast. Um, and furthermore, uh, if anyone disagrees with me about anything about sports, I have a sports podcast and they don't, and therefore I overrule them. <laughs> right. That's, that's actually irrefutable because they are not a sports professional, uh, and I am. 
So well, yeah. yeah. All right. Really question of 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 Andrew Bogut is second only to his pronunciation of that word that he just used in that sentence there. <laughs> what word? What did he say? I didn't hear it. I, I wish someone were editing. I definitely said this correctly. Uh, I r r e f u t a b l e. Irrefutable. Mm-hmm. Would you say irrefutable? All right, listen. We're Mike wrapping, We're wrapping this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike. Mike yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's irrefutable. It's irrefutable. It's irrefutable. All right, and how do you say boga? I'm just gonna call him the mule. <laughs> I'm calling him the mule. I had a uh, I had a teacher in elementary school. I got in so much trouble for doing exactly this kind of thing. Um, I think it, it it was yeah it was in it was in uh, fourth grade, and she pronounced erasable pens irascible pens. Ooh, that's brutal. And I, <laughs> And I like burst out laughing, and she's like, "She was like, what are you laughing about?" I was like, "It's not called irascible pens." She, she was like, "It's either one. You can pronounce it either way." And I was like, "That irascible," and I was like, "Irascible." Well, she would just double down. Yeah, that is not and, true. And I, and I was like, "Irascible means something totally different." And she threw yeah, me it out. Does. She threw me out of the Damn. class. She threw me out of the room. Oh wow! So Dave, your, do you remember your first experience with injustice, um, <laughs> institutional injustice at a young age? <laughs> Do you remember Alan? No, Elaine. Oh Alain. God. No, Alan. Yeah, but this is too inside baseball, man. I don't think this yeah. can like translate okay, to okay. something interesting for anyone and else. Mikel's <laughs> whole name is a mispronunciation, but that that's another that's story. Right. Uh, that's a segment. Yeah, that's for later. Okay. All right, yeah, guys. Okay. Well, that's too psychological. Wait, wait, wait. Really quick, did anyone listen to my fan fiction? I'm, I, I really don't know if you guys listened to, or to it. We decided <laughs> we'd let Dave. Dave is the official correspondent on yeah. this. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I listened to it. I checked it out. I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> do do you guys want to read it? Should I send it to you? So you do you want to read it? Actually, yes. Yeah, send it. Send it yeah, to me. that's a better idea. Well, no. Yeah. Actually, what yeah. I want you to do is, do you have do you have more chapters forthcoming? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I'm working. I think I'm thinking I'm working on a whole book here. Like, would you be comfortable with me day. reading the next chapter and having guest readers every week? <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. It's okay. a great idea. <laughs> so next, uh, so so keep keep an eye open for the, if you're if you're seeing if you subscribe to this podcast, which you should, um, and if you know other people who don't, you should tell them that they are obliged to do so um, if they want to stay in your life. Um, but if you subscribe to this and you see these little like five minute bonus things coming up, uh, it's it's Mikhail's, uh fan fiction, and I think you should listen to it, even though um, I myself uh, will not. <laughs> I want to call chapter four. If Simon gets to read chapter three, I want to read chapter four. Perfect. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks so much for for listening, for tuning in this week, for your your uh, heaping dose of real sports talk, and uh, we'll be back next week with probably much of the same. Slam Good job, guys. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports.